Hi, this is Suparna Goswami, Principal Correspondent with Information Security Media Group. Companies are investing heavily in next-gen SOC. What are the benefits they are seeing and what are the problem statements they are trying to address via a next-gen SOC? Speaking more on this is Vikram Mehta, Associate Director, Information Security at Make My Trip. Welcome, Vikram, to the ISMD discussion. Good morning, Suparna. Thank you so much. So, Vikram, companies who are tied to traditional SOC are trying to move to the next-gen SOC. So, what level of preparations would they need to make a shift to automated SOC? So, I think as far as the level of preparation goes, I think the fundamental would start around really identifying the need to move to an next-gen SOC. Now, a next-gen SOC typically aims to address few problem areas. So one of them is the ability to detect attacks that a traditional SOC cannot detect, which is standard rule-based or correlation-based technology. So that would be one area, one problem statement. The other problem statement would be, you know, adding value in terms of automation. So let's say automating mundane or routine tasks like threat intelligence, uh, gathering, uh, incident response, etc. So a significant amount of uh, time goes into tasks like this, which are done manually today. So fundamentally, these are the two areas that the next stock tries to address among many others. In terms of level of uh, preparation, I think the first thing that organizations would need to sort of uh, do before they embark on this journey is to really identify which of these problems they are really trying to solve, to identify uh, the pain points and first document the use cases that they plan to, you know, let's say uh, the use cases which are challenging to solve with the current uh, traditional SIM or uh, SOC implementation. Okay. So Vikram, you know, I've spoken to a few practitioners on this topic on SOC and they say that one of the common mistakes they see many organizations making is that most of them, they buy a technology and they think they're all set for SOC. For example, from, from having nothing, they often migrate directly to machine to machine rather than gradually progressing. So do you think this is the right approach or should they get the process right first? So I think the this mistake that you just described is a pretty common mistake. And, uh, you know, this would hold true for uh, any uh, security implementation or rather not just security implementation, any technology implementation at the end of the day. Uh, just implementing a piece of technology and expecting it to solve problems is, you know, absolutely not the way to go. Even leave aside traditional SOC, so you know any standard technology like an antivirus or DLP implementation should be first tied around to the use cases that we are trying to solve and uh, to first approach and embark on a journey that sort of helps uh, define what problems we are trying to solve, how the technology solution is going to complement those problem statements, and then go on to implementation. Same uh, goes with a traditional SOC or an SM SOC. Just implementing an SIEM, impl integrating it with data sources like a firewall, antivirus, uh, Active Directory, and so on, uh, actually doesn't uh, solve much. We just have a box that is deployed for the sake of compliance at the end of the day. Same goes true for an SM SOC as well. As I mentioned earlier, uh, the ideal way to go about implementing an SM SOC would be first to start with the problems that we face with a traditional SOC, which are uh, primarily, you know, just not being able to detect uh, emerging threats, advanced threats, as the adversaries uh, get more and more equipped with um, automation, with uh, technology. It's important that these attacks are detected in time 
this fallen to in time as well at the same time uh, it's also important to detect to be ready for uh, the next uh, level of attack so it's not good enough anymore you know uh, implementing technology that works on standard rules or uh, correlations because uh, it's plain and simple that the attacks are way beyond that right now and one needs to adopt solutions and technology that uh, works more and more towards detecting the uh, unusual detect- detecting anomalies on a network or applications rather than expecting responses or uh, breaches of correlation rules that are defined around tight boundaries so vikram in your experience what is the biggest obstacle to running a next gen sock that you have seen i think from a make my trip standpoint and i think similar uh, would have been faced by other organizations that have embarked on uh, this journey so the next gen sock uh, you know uh, revolves around many different uh, moving parts in terms of uh, technology uh, and pieces that uh, typically uh, security practitioners and organizations may or may not be very well uh, versed with for instance in our case we ended up deploying a piece of technology called apache metron it's the leading open source uh, next gen sock platform today the base opt- obstacle that we saw there was you know uh, getting that uh, technology a piece of technology up and running in the first place it's backed by various different underlying uh, platforms such as uh, apache hadoop uh, spark elastic search kafka mapr hive and so on so it's it's a huge huge platform implementation and i think the biggest challenge would be ramping up uh, the uh, the skill set the technology skill set uh, to be able to you know implement nextgen sock and then maintain it there on i think a skill set is probably the biggest obstacle that one would face with implementing or running a nextgen sock in my opinion okay vikram And so Vikram, people are moving to the next gen SOC. So what are the biggest problem statements that they are trying to address via next gen SOC? And what are the benefits uh, they are seeing with this? Uh, sure. So just like uh, any other uh, you know, security uh, implementation, what is the real threat to or what is the real uh, face off to a security implementation today? Not being able to detect an attack or an adversary or uh, malware that um, is not uh, defined by rules or uh, signatures. So you know, let's say there is a zero day malware that uh, comes up or there is a piece of malware that is specifically targeted towards an organization uh, would most likely not uh, show up in standard and virus signatures it is most likely that it will be able to bypass sandbox technologies as well being able to detect such adversaries is uh, the biggest uh, problem statement that any organization would be trying to solve today at the same time at uh, at the production uh, side it becomes increasingly important to detect uh complex attacks against production environment against um, applications and and apart from that uh, you know it also becomes important to be able to respond to these attacks uh, timely now um, unlike the early days attackers are getting uh, more and more uh, equipped with tools with automation infrastructure is uh, getting cheaper right i mean an attacker could spawn a few hundred instances of uh, compute technology on the cloud and get going with their attack so it becomes increasingly important uh, to equip uh, the incident response vertical with automation such that these attacks are responded to as fast as they are being tried on on an enterprise so i think these are the two biggest problem statements that we or uh, you know i think uh, typically any large scale enterprise would be trying to solve using a next gen sock great so you have probably implemented uh, next gen sock in make my trip so what tech stack did you leverage to implement 
this so at make my trip i mean we are a fair uh, fairly large open source shop and i mean we we live breathe open source uh, technology as a security vertical as well so at make my trip i mean we went ahead uh, with implementing various different pieces of uh, open source uh, technology to to get our next gen uh, sock up and running so the base platform that we used was apache uh, metron and uh, you know big thanks to uh, the hortonworks team for doing such a fantastic uh, job with it and making it available for the community we uh, sort of ran into certain uh, bottlenecks with respect to you know, automating uh, incident response and you know incident management via technical tools etc so we went ahead and uh, built our uh, in-house incident response and management platform we call it blitz we leverage open source software we also decided to contribute uh, to the community so it's available for anyone to you just go ahead and uh, download off uh, github and get it up and uh, running the apache metron platform in itself runs on various different pieces of uh, open source technology the base platform is uh, the hortonworks data platform is backed by apache hadoop they ingest pipeline runs on apache kafka and storm the persistence uh, layer in terms of uh, real time indexing as well as a long term long term data storage is uh, elastic search the elastic search stack and hadoop uh, platform in itself yeah, i think that sort of sums it up there are many different other pieces uh, which we can probably uh, take offline or uh, you know one could uh, reach out and we could uh, have a chat about it okay vikram thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on next gen sock and its benefits my pleasure suparna thanks a lot for the opportunity you were listening to vikram mehta for isengineer this is suparna goswami thank you for listening